0: welcome back to the fangirl forum i'm your host meredith loftus aka your friendly neighborhood fangirl welcome to 2020 the year that's already felt like a year after just one month uh it's a new year and with it new things to fangirl over but before we move forward we have to look back and finally talk about that galaxy far far away that's right 2019 into the year with new star wars from The Mandalorian season one and episode nine, The Rise of Skywalker. And there was so much Star Wars, so much to talk about. And thankfully we're gonna talk about it and I'm not alone in doing this. Joining me is returning to the Fangirl Forum is the poor queen herself? E.T.'s Ash Crossin. Hi. Thank you so much for coming
1: back. Thank you for having me back. We get to sit around, drink wine, talk about Star Wars yes. like it's the dream.
0: It, it really <laughs> is the dream, you know. Um, for a Tuesday night.
1: Tuesday night.
0: Tuesday night chats <laughs> well, about Star what a Wars. week, huh? What a week. <laughs> um, how are you? How's I'm, life? You know,
1: life is good. Mm-hmm. Things are crazy as always. Mm-hmm. There's like. No Star Wars right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is. We're such in a, like a weird landscape of going from having like a lot of Star Wars and stuff to look forward to, uh-huh. then being in a season without anything, and we're just like, what? What do we do? I
1: feel like it's gonna be. I mean, stuff will obviously come out that's not sure. like supposed to, but I'm assuming it'll probably be pretty quiet till till August
0: mm-hmm.
1: till Star mm-hmm. Wars celebration
0: which I'm looking forward to that again yes I kind of wish it
1: wasn't in Anaheim but I understand why it is and that people like it there but I like to I like to feel like I'm like ooh, I'm in this like Star Wars hub and everybody's traveled to be here yeah or Anaheim like people commute back and forth and I'm like we just like go for the day
0: yeah it's not I'm gonna get a hotel though of course, but yeah, it's it's not as like special to travel somewhere and just like yeah be there with people. So yeah, I feel that. Um, but we got news today that Mandalorian season two is coming out October of this October. year. October. I feel like
1: I knew. Did we know that? I think I just assumed
0: that we knew fall. Yeah. I don't think we knew for sure it was like October, but yeah. it wasn't as like a big shock was like oh yeah of I, course it's coming out i kind of
1: read that today and i was like well yeah like yeah <laughs> when else would it come out unless it was like oh, it's coming out next month and i'd be like yes
0: that that would have been great yeah. um actually somebody had tweeted last night like what or during super bowl what if they showed like the falcon winter soldier trailer and mm-hmm. then be like at the end episode one now available I would have lost my mind.
1: Not to get totally off track, but that trailer I think was the first time in years that I've been genuinely surprised by a trailer on TV. I had no idea that was coming.
0: There was rumors, but like I didn't know we were gonna get WandaVision stuff. Like, and even just Loki or Tom Hiddleston just saying, like, I'm gonna burn this place to the ground. I'm like, I'm ready for you to burn it down. It was
1: so well cut. Like, it
0: really was. <laughs> the
1: trailer was so good. I saw the shield. I like grabbed Daniel's arm and I was like, <gasps> I
0: was like, It's
1: happening! Because at first I was like, is this like some kind of retrospective trailer? Mm-hmm. Or is it like... And then I was like, oh my god, it's new. It's new. It's new. new. I've never seen this.
0: Well, speaking of Disney+, Plus, we have to talk about Mandalorian Season yes. 1. What did you think?
1: I... Uh, like, I was, I've never been more excited for like Star Wars in, I don't even, I don't want to say my life because I had no mm-hmm. idea what that was, but it was just so exciting. And there was like, we had no idea that the baby Yoda even existed at the time. And then he came out and then he was so cute. And then we went through this whole journey with him. And now there's a dark saber. <laughs> like so much is going to happen and there are gangs all together. Oh, uh, I loved it.
0: It was perfect. It truly was perfect. And I was so... Like, we were all curious. We were like, we're not really sure what to expect. No one saw Baby Yoda coming. No one saw just, like, how quality this show was going to be. And, like, especially with the week-to-week stuff, I was worried, like... Is it going to, like, keep my interest? You know, mm-hmm. we're so used to, like, Netflix, the binge watch, but, like, it kept me engaged week to week yeah. and, like, did not know where it was going. And I am so pumped for season two.
1: I don't like the binge model at I don't think it works for stuff like this. Like, if you mm-hmm. want to drop the circle all at once, go for it. I'll binge yeah. the whole thing. That's exciting. But, like, if you drop your show and it, the conversation's over in a week, yeah. no one's talking about it anymore. The Mandalorian, like... That was, like, the biggest topic of the year, at least of the season.
0: I mean, Baby Yoda saved 2019, basically. Saved it.
1: And then Baby Nuts in here, like, trying to... (sighs) What is that? I hate it. I hate it. It looks like a 90s Windows screensaver is the worst. And we're talking about it, so it's working. I hate corporate America.
0: (laughs) but, like, because Baby is now, like, so marketable, like, everyone... Everyone
1: wants to make a baby. Mm -hmm. Hmm.
0: They killed... (laughs) Mr. Peanut <laughs> to turn him into a to baby. To turn him
1: into a baby. That's
0: so messed up, but I get it. I mean, Baby Yoda's adorable, so.
1: It's so crazy, though, because, like, they intentionally missed out on so much money that they could have made, right, with all these Baby Yoda products mm-hmm. and all these things that just weren't available at all until, like, right now they're becoming available. And, like, yep. honestly, like, I don't, I don't need it at this point
0: yeah like they should have had the foresight to just like drop it as soon as the Mandalorian
1: but they knew they knew because like that's how everything from the movies gets out is because Mm -hmm. some jerk over at Lego or Hasbro or Target or Mm -hmm. whatever is like here's all the products
0: here are the toys coming out yeah that's how that's how I saw
1: Snoke for the first time was as a Lego
0: I (laughs) I was like what is this seeing a bathroom yeah, the the golden bathroom. My gosh. Uh, yeah, I I'm so glad none of it came out. But yeah, I'm I don't want to spend what is it like three hundred dollars for the life size baby Yoda. Yeah, I don't want to
1: talk people out of what they what they want. Yeah, if you want it, go for it. But I bought that hundred fifty dollar Sphero BB8 mm-hmm. yeah. and I rolled it around my apartment one time and I never touched it again. Yeah. So. <laughs>
0: People, I'm not going to
1: do it, is what I'm saying. Yeah,
0: I, I'm i not going to do it either, but I got a crocheted Baby Yoda for Christmas, and like that's the extent I think I'm going to get of Baby Yoda, unless a really cute other merch thing comes out. I yeah. just don't see myself spending $300 I don't see it.
1: it, but then I'll get to celebration.
0: Mm-hmm. And then... All the
1: art will be there, and that's where oh I'm a total sucker.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Just prints. There's going
0: to be murals of yeah. Baby Yoda everywhere. But... Baby Yoda, Mandalorian, like, besides Baby Yoda, what, what stood out to you? What, what did you really enjoy about The Mandalorian? What, why do you like it so much?
1: Oh my God. I mean, first, it just feels so like, I don't know. There's so many, I I went through so many emotions with it because I think Mm -hmm. like halfway through the show, I was like, okay, the plot's not really moving forward. Like it doesn't move Mm -hmm. forward for like quite a few weeks to the point where you're like, I don't know. And then I kind of got to this point where I was like, well, if I think about it more like a Saturday morning show, like Saturday morning Mm -hmm. cartoon kind of thing, it's super enjoyable. Like, it's Mm -hmm. a good hang. I love it. It never lets me down. It's a perfect show. And then they went ahead and just, like, um, destroyed that whole mindset and introduced the dark saber and almost killed everybody and killed some people and IG-88 died and came back and saved the day and was a nurse and like that was a whole thing. That was a whole
0: thing. That was I think that was what worked for me at least the first episode was like they had the balls to like kill IG-11 like from the beginning mm-hmm. and then him pop up later, Nurse Droid, you're rooting for him and then he sacrifices yourself. Oh by the way spoilers have will be in effect the entire time. Sorry.
1: I assume if someone's listening to this (laughs) Star Wars episode, they've seen it. I would assume so, too. I guess our UK friends.
0: Sorry. (laughs) Sorry, British friends. They know. You are loved. But we're going to talk spoilers. Anyways, yeah, like, that was such an emotional moment that, like, I didn't know I could feel that way. Yeah. After losing him initially, be like, oh, he's... uh, a bounty droid or whatever, and we're not rooting for him. He was gonna kill Baby Yoda, now like protecting him. And now and, he
1: says, yeah.
0: And saved Mando's life. Like, incredible.
1: And even at the beginning, they were like marketing it like, okay, it's gonna be Carl Weathers, Gina Carano, and, mm-hmm. and Pedro Pascal. Yep. And then the, the, that's the trio. IG11's also gonna be a part of it. He was like in all the posters and stuff. And it was like they didn't they were like barely together in the whole show. Yeah. I think season two, they're gonna be together like the whole time. Like mm-hmm. they're we saw the the crew forming. Yes. But I thought that was so interesting because episode was it episode
0: four was Gina Carano's? That one? was her episode four.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode four, three. I can't remember. But yes, episode four. Mm-hmm. Um I was like, when she, at the end when he's like, you want to come with me or whatever? And she's like, no, I'm good. See ya. Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. I have invested so much of my time yeah. in Cara Dune only for her to be one and done. But she's not.
0: She is not one and done. No. Thank goodness. Um, that's actually something that didn't work well for me was in the... How in the beginning, yeah, it felt like, okay, I'm here for a second. Now I'm gone. Mm-hmm. And um, after being so, like, typed, like, Ming-Na's character showing up in episode five, and for her to only be there for that one time, it was just like, oh, do you think she's? More. Do you think she's dead? No, I don't think she's dead. Or, I don't think she is either. Or if she is dead now, they're retroactively <laughs> bringing her back to life.
1: I um, mean, they have, like, it, they could easily could. It's not like they, yeah. like... Somebody like walked up to her at the end.
0: Exactly. So, I think she's I think she's okay.
1: I think so too. Somebody tweeted today cuz they were talking about how Bob Iger said that they were looking at spin-off shows yes. for the Mandalorian, which I was like, I hate that because what? All these characters mm-hmm. are like very core to this very small story. Why do they need a spin-off? But then somebody said, I think it was Katrina, oh mm-hmm. Katrina said Fennec Shand, and I was like, oh, Ooh. that I could actually get behind. Yes. But if you were like, we're gonna do like a spin spinoff. I mean, I'd be excited, but I'd be like, what? Well, I feel like we're already kind of getting her story yeah. here.
0: And because like she is so much more like integral to the main storyline now, like mm-hmm. I would hate for her to be taken away from that or yeah. like, yeah, away from this crew. Um, what what were your favorite episodes of season one?
1: Um, episode three, the mm-hmm. one that Deborah Chow did, yes, was awesome like at the end mm-hmm. with all the mandos and their jetpacks um the final episode mm-hmm. was so good that was taika's episode there was the one um where they did like the heist to get the brother out
0: uh episode five i think that was or no, no no episode six episode six i think that was rick fumiwa i want to say yes
1: he did two episodes mm-hmm. i think that was him uh, that was great. And then just, like, a favorite moment was seeing Dave Filoni as an X-Wing pilot. Yes. I was like, oh, my God. He's, like, a live-action character.
0: I was re-watching some clips of The Mandalorian before you got here, and mm-hmm. one of them was him popping up. I'm like, that just, just, just puts a smile on my He's face. He's such like, a good dude. Yeah, which you've spent a lot of time with the yeah. cast of The Mandalorian, Uh I think didn't like either John Favreau or Dave Filoni said you've basically been a part of the crew.
1: Yeah, I think it was it was John and then I moderated their panel. John mm-hmm. was like, You've been part of our crew for a while now and I was like, Okay, stop. I've hung out with you guys twice, but like, okay, I'll take it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw Dave after at like an after party and he mm-hmm. came up and gave me like the biggest hug and was like, You did the best job. I know that's like so hard to do because like, panels are very hard when there's, like, ten freaking people on stage. Yeah. It is one of the toughest things in the world because everybody did something totally different in this. I mean, we we had directors, mm-hmm. a composer, actors, and Werner freaking Herzog on yeah. stage. And you're like, I got to get everybody to talk with totally different questions. It was just, like, it's it's very tough. But Dave was like, you did such a good job. And I was like, yes made me feel great just need his validation always where was I going with this
0: <laughs> Fa- uh, you were talking like favorite moments and mm, one of them being see yeah. Dave Filoni in the X-Wing
1: yeah that was one of my favorite moments um the armorer when she when they come to like take her out and I'm like this is it she's like sa- she's just like kind of going down with her ship like a captain mm-hmm. and then she just kicks the hell out of all these people
0: yeah
1: oh I love her she should come I'm assuming she will. She's alive, right? Yeah, she's alive.
0: She's alive. I would like to see her. Of course her.
1: she is. She could kill everybody. Yes. No problem.
0: Or is there anything about uh season one that you didn't like?
1: Ooh, okay. I gotta say, I feel bad because I like all these people, but there's something about like really famous cameos in Star Wars that like really takes me out of it, mm-hmm. and it happened in every episode. And I was like, all right, come on, let's. I don't know. It drives me crazy. Because then I'm thinking about, is that, like, this comedian that was in something? And I'm, like, thinking about it the whole time. And I'm like, I just want to watch Star Wars. It's not why I'm here.
0: That's how I felt when I saw Amy Sedaris in uh, yeah. the fifth episode, which was my least favorite episode. Like, as soon as she started... That's the Tatooine
1: one yep. with um, Cannavale's son.
0: Yes. Now, I do like... I did, like, seeing Tatooine, but I felt a little... It was too, like, okay, we get it. Like, we recreated it. Cool, cool, cool. We're back. But, like, she took me out of it completely. Like, I know she was babysitting Baby Yoda. And then the uh, bounty hunter who was trying to do his best Han Solo impression, I was like, get this kid out of here. Like, he ignored yeah. the crap out of me. But that was one of those episodes where it was like, okay, it happened. It can be one of the weaker ones of the season. Mm-hmm. It's fine, um, but then it definitely like picked back up after that with the heist episode in yeah. episode six. Um,
1: See, I f- I felt this way about episode three was the one they were when they were on that um, the planet with the girlfriend.
0: Episode four. Yes. Episode
1: yes. Episode four. My bad. um Episode three's Deborah Charles.
0: That one was amazing. Um, That's my favorite episode of the season. I felt that
1: way about episode four just because it was like, I don't, there was something about it that I was like, this doesn't feel like Star Wars. It feels like this weird fantasy planet that I don't even know about. Mm -hmm. And then episode five was like the same thing back to back. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is too many like off adventures, but I'm just nitpicking. I love the show. Like I loved every episode. There wasn't one where I was like, that was terrible. Yeah. It was just like, that one wasn't as strong as this amazing episode that just happened. Yeah. It's, like being an a student and seeing a B plus yeah
0: <laughs> like, um, and across like what eight nine episodes like they were pretty much all like home runs like there's only I a agree. few ones that are you know second base third base sports analogies and even if you didn't like
1: them it was like well it's 35 minutes <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like, and it's people like, complained okay. about that but I thought that was great like I thought that was perfect there was nothing in any of the episodes where I was like this part is so boring you should they should have cut this out yeah like, when I'm watching hour-long tv I'm like there's a good 10 minutes I can get out of here yeah
0: like is I didn't think that there were scenes wasted
1: no so at all
0: that's that was a win for me yeah um yeah overall I really enjoyed season one I think like I think the Kenobi series is in great hands with Deborah Chow because yes. most of my favorite episodes have been with her being episode three and even episode seven, she did as well. Yeah. Um, I just think her directing style is fantastic, and so much stuff happens in each episode that she can handle it well. And I'm ready to see an intimate story with Obi Wan Kenobi. With her at the helm. Yeah. That seems great.
1: Yeah. As soon as I saw episode three, I was like, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Do we talk about episode nine now?
1: Episode nine.
0: Yeah. Let's do it. All right.
1: Let's do it. So. I haven't talked about episode nine at all. I know. Like publicly.
0: Yeah. So this is why this is such a big deal. Like, thank you for even being on here to share these thoughts publicly, you know, because when this movie came out, there were more people quiet about The Rise of Skywalker who would normally be more vocal. Um,
1: It's a weird sign, like, when you're in a premiere atmosphere, It's almost impossible to not walk out of that movie. That's why, like, people, when people are like, first reactions are amazing. It's like, of course they are. They were at the freaking premiere. The energy in that room is, like, all the actors are there. It's electric. Like, you're cheering. You're clapping. And to have, like, half the people not even say anything after that movie, I was like, oh, gosh.
0: Yeah. 100%. So, The Rise of Skywalker, episode 9. The end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. What are your overall
1: thoughts? Overall, okay. This is complicated because when I watched it, I was like, I think I I think I think like it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I think when you watch a movie, it's like the most important thing isn't even articulating what you thought. It's like how it made you feel. Yeah. And I felt like a lot of nothing watching it. And mm-hmm. I, f- I was like... I don't understand why I don't feel anything. The only time I did (spoilers) was when Leia dies and Chewbacca like does that like really emotional roar. Yeah. But it was like almost anything that was emotional was like immediately ruined by somebody else in the movie yeah. that like said something, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm trying to cry here. Yeah, <laughs> you're not letting me. Um, but it was like I walked out and I was like, I, I don't know. And then the more I sat with it, the more it was like it became so easy to, like, poke holes in it and Mm -hmm. dissect it and criticize it. And I'm, like, a heavy, critical person. Like, I will tear apart stuff that I love just because it's, like, I think it's funny, whatever. Um, But it was, like, the the more time that went by, the more I was just, like, well, like, I mean, the one right off the bat, I was, like, who are Palpatine's kids? (laughs) Like, who are these people that, like, Probably didn't have force powers. Like what a little letdown for him.
0: Skipped generation, you know, like are there more of these kids out there? Was it just the one son? What was his life like? We're never gonna get those answers.
1: I'm sure we will in like a book or something. I I don't know. I always like I I really appreciate like the supporting materials of Star Wars. They're mm-hmm. wonderful mm-hmm. and a lot of times they fill in things we need to know more about but I also like at the end of the day it shouldn't be necessary to like fill out a, a movie um, and it was just so like it was just like Palpatine's back um, just deal with it guys mm-hmm. and everyone all over the galaxy was like oh Palpatine's back I'm like do you guys all know do you guys all know him because yeah. the force was like nobody even knew it existed
0: mm-hmm.
1: i like look, Skywalker I thought he was a myth Palpatine's yeah Palpatine's back um,
0: and nobody knows the Yoda species in the Mandalorian So like What what do people in the galaxy know About yes. the old war Or like the Jedi Or anything like that There's, They're leaving it up They're leaving it up for people To just like know Like oh yeah some... Palpatine We all know who that guy is You guys know that we? You guys all know Palpy And like I know, I
1: know there's people that really like the movie, mm-hmm. and I don't want to, like, discredit them. Like, I have a friend that, um, like, was adopted, and she, her, mm-hmm. like, connection to Ray's like, whole identity storyline, like, I think that was really beautiful, and there's a lot of parts of it that I'm like, this, like, this was good, mm-hmm. but then, <laughs> like, one of my biggest criticisms was, like, they killed and unkilled everyone. Yes. Uh- and it was like, Chewie's dead. No, he's not. Yet yeah, Ray couldn't sense it. And then was like raised dead, no Kyla's dead, <laughs> no raised dead. Like it was like just everybody died and then L C through PL got his memory wipe. Mm-hmm. Uh just kidding, like we got it back. It's it's fine.
0: Yeah. I so like you, uh my initial when I watched it for the first time, I was kind of left in a state of shock. Because I was just like was absorbing so much Star Wars information at me. I'm like what did I just watch, you know? I had to really, like, sit with it. Like, did I like this movie? Did I not like this movie? And initially, like, I really didn't like it. Um, And the more times I have seen it, I've seen it a total of three, four times? Four times. Mm -hmm. I've seen it four times now, and I've grown to have more appreciation for some of, like, for the movie and, like, the parts that work for me. Like, I think... Ray, Finn, and Poe's chemistry is like, they sell it very well for this oh, movie. Oh yeah. Especially after having zero screen time, like the three of them together. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought they worked really well together. Um, the Leia stuff actually worked for me.
1: That to me was one of the best, like it, it felt so seamless. Yes. Um, and like when she, when she goes to like force project Han to talk to Kylo, I have to wonder if that was intended to be her that does that. I I would assume so, because I also had a problem with that because I was like, Well, mm-hmm. why did um Kylo kills dad? Mm-hmm. Was like, all good, bye dad, I'm bad now and then was like, Oh, dad, I'm um, never mind. Like, I, yeah. I don't get I didn't get it, but
0: Yeah, I think like it would have been it would have been Leia had Carrie lived. Yeah. Um but at the same time, like I actually do appreciate that scene with Harrison because one, I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. Two, um, it just has better payoff of like recreating the same scene from The Force Awakens, but this time it
1: it goes the other way. Exactly. That's that's a good point. Like I do, I do like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I liked like the whole beginning when Kylo goes to Exegol. Yeah, that is like one of the coolest looking scenes in yeah. Star Wars. Period. Like he goes down. There's these. Big, like, Ramsey-sized statues. Of, like, which I don't... I have questions about Palpatine building his lair. Yeah. Um. And then, like, making a bunch of Snokes. Like, he's does, has he lived in a lair so long that he, like, forgets what people look like? I he's guess. like, ah, I
0: think they're, like, eight foot. Well, also, who are all the followers that are, like, in his lair, you know? They're just... Especially, like, the crowds of people in that amphitheater, you know? They're just... That are, like, cheering on. Like, oh,
1: I assume they were just, like, weird... Force projections that weren't actually people. That
0: that that's fine. I don't know. It's
1: probably that. I don't know. Do a bunch of people live in this lair? I'm gonna scream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just
0: like, yeah, like
1: it's just so like logical. for every for every, I feel like for every like like good thing I can say about the movie, then I'm like, but wait a minute, then why did this happen? Yeah. It just if I don't know. I think it's a lot to close that, and I think they wanted to make it like a greatest hits. And you see like something like Endgame where they did a greatest hits and it ended up working like pretty flawlessly. Yeah. Um, But this just like, I don't know. There was no, it just, I didn't feel the emotion I wanted to feel. And like when Ray hears all the voices, like would you have rather seen people or would like, Would you rather seen like Force Ghosts or were you happy with the voices?
0: I, at first I was pretty disappointed that I didn't see the Force Ghosts, but because a few of them were animated characters, I finally like justified like, okay, we haven't seen like these animated people, you know, it's fine. But also I do feel like it was a missed opportunity there, but it got so many more People involved with the Star Wars franchise Mm -hmm. as a whole involved, which was really cool. Um, So I've made peace. Made peace.
1: I like. I was fine with that. I was not fine with Kylo not showing up as a Force ghost when Rey was on uh, Tatooine (laughs) at the end, because if he like redeemed himself, he should be a Force ghost, right? And she's like, "What's your name, Rey?" She should take the Skywalker name because she wants like oh there's my man like i'm going to take i'm going to like carry on this like legacy mm-hmm. or whatever um, but what was he like was he what the hell was his name ben solo yeah. god i'm like totally <laughs> I was like Kylo solo i don't know why i was like blanking mhm i guess she would i guess if she wanted to honor him she'd say ray solo but so that's weird
0: here's here's my thing with
1: uh, i'm like completely that. thinking out loud so it's okay. go for it
0: um. So, truth be told, the first time I watched the movie and after uh, Ben and Ray kiss and then he dies, mm-hmm. I laughed because I could not believe what I just watched. Like, I think a lot
1: of people did.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: I think I kind of like eye rolled because I was just like... It was like Romeo and Juliet. Also, Ben Solo had said ow earlier. And, and I that had... was the
0: last thing he ever said. <laughs> and I had
1: kind of just been laughing about that for like 20 minutes.
0: Mm-hmm. It was the last thing he ever said. And he just dies. And I, I
1: was rooting for them. I felt that chemistry mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi. And I was like, I think I'm actually kind of into this. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of the movie, I got really into... Poe and Ray as well. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of just like open love. Like I want them yeah. all to get together. I just want them all to bang. Um, but, but I was like, oh, they're gonna. Ki- uh, eh, eh. It was like a weird Romeo and Juliet thing, but like mm-hmm. it happened very quickly.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm. No one's I mean, is like no one is satisfied with that, right? No. Like the like the Raylos were not happy.
0: They were pretty ticked off about that.
1: Um, the non-Raylos were not happy. Yeah. No one was happy.
0: No. Yeah. People walked away pretty disappointed in the ship department.
1: Mm. No one got their ships.
0: No. Like, because we should have seen that coming because J.J., when he did The Force Awakens, it was very, like, devoid of chemistry, really. It was just like, let's be friends. Everybody hugs. There's no, there wasn't the spice there, you know? And it's... then The Last Jedi was like, your fictional ship. you get a scene you get a scene all of you get scenes that yeah. you can interpret it however you want to and then he just kind of like cuts it away it was so weird because it was like
1: rose and finn like they were like now nah, we're good like oh, that gosh. didn't nothing happened there i guess and then finn they kind of made us think he was trying to tell ray he loved her but he was really i guess trying to say he's force sensitive and then Poe just wanted to hook up with whoever. whoever.
0: Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't need to... Why would they leave that hanging about Finn being Force-sensitive? Like, we all, in like, got that, but that shouldn't have been, like, an open-ended question. Like, what did you want to tell Ray? He should have... It was the last movie. He should just tell her. Why did that need to be a lingering thing? Yeah. And also, why... Okay, I'm this is me ranting. This I'm, is
1: therapy, it's okay. This is
0: therapy. I'm not okay with how they treated Rose and No. What was no. it? Just two minutes? No. Two minutes no. of screen
1: time? No. I'm so angry because the explanation that they gave, I cannot buy for a second. They no. said they they used this excuse that really made me annoyed. It was like, well, Carrie Fisher passed away and all of her scenes were supposed to be with Carrie Fisher, and she was supposed to have this whole thing with her back. Rewrite it. Like, I'm I'm sorry. Carrie Fisher died a long time before this movie. so There was time. To use that as an excuse is, like, extremely silly to me. Like, you had time to cut Carrie into this movie flawlessly, but you couldn't give Rose some extra... I don't don't know. It just... I think it was a lame excuse.
0: It was totally a lame excuse. Put her
1: with Billy and have her and Billy do this whole thing.
0: Yeah. That would have been... That would have made way more sense. Yeah.
1: Like, no disrespect to Snap Wexley, RIP, but he had more screen time than Rose, I think. And
0: that was upsetting. That was. And then the new guy that they added, what was his name? Um, I don't know his
1: character name, but are you talking about Dominic Monaghan? Yes.
0: Yeah. All of his scenes, all of his dialogue could have been Rose's. I mean, there was some stupid dialogue in there, but, like, he did not need to be... Enough at all. Yeah. Like he didn't add anything to the story. It was
1: like, um, yeah, I mean. Yeah.
0: And then on the other side, like, they introduced two new characters, or three new characters, I guess, in the middle of this final chapter, and you want us to care about them, but like, they just felt like checkpoints, like Zori, Bliss, and Mm. Janna, which cool backstories, cool costumes, but, like, I only needed, like, one of them or just one of those planets to even, like, care, you know, and I just felt like their stuff in particular, they just jump from place to place, like, okay, here's getting, uh, we're here to figure out what the Sith translation is. There's a lot of maps, there's a
1: lot of maps going on. A
0: lot of maps. And I, then going to indoor or whatever, and be like, "Here's some parts. We can help get you out mm-hmm. to the Death Star."
1: I feel like if you're you're wrapping up a nine film saga, it's like it's unless you're planning a a huge spinoff thing. Mm-hmm. I don't see the point of introducing these new characters that you're like they are like integral to this story. It didn't make yeah. sense to me like. Um, and I love, I loved Jana. I loved her. I yeah. really did. But it was like, it was almost like I was like, why isn't Rose on this adventure with them? Yeah. Like, why is Finn now with some, I, it just, and then there was the whole thing with Lando, which I need to talk about real quick.
0: Please do. Because. This is the time.
1: <laughs> at the end, was, she's was like, I don't know who my parents are. And he was like, well, let's find out. And I think they intended it to be like, like, oh, could he be her dad? Um, But it kind of sounded like he just wanted to have sex with her. And I thought that was super weird. <laughs> it really bothered me. Oh my
0: gosh, you're like, right. something was
1: cut out here. I mean, I, I heard... I can't keep... I don't remember if this was, like, reported or if it was just, like, a rumor that Lando was, like, on the hunt for his... To, to try to find his daughter or whatever. Yeah. And, like, lost the trail on that... Wherever they were. Yeah. And that's kind of where the story picks up for him
0: yeah i think i think it was alluded in the visual dictionary for episode nine that they were like lando lost his child at some point and is looking for her and uh,
1: we have all these books where lando's like an adult and he doesn't have a kid i don't that i can think of I don't know, there's so many books and comments. Maybe there's one where he's like, I have a kid, but I don't know of it at this point. So somebody yell at me on Twitter.
0: Yeah, please tell us how we don't know all the extended stuff and where we could find all the answers yeah. to fill in the plot holes of yeah. this movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, there's just so much. Uh, and again, like people liked it and I don't want to take that away, that away from them, but it was just like, it for me, it was just like, it just didn't
0: work, it didn't work. Yeah, I was, I was actually pretty surprised by the number of people who called me like Thursday night, Friday morning. Like, I loved this movie. Here's all the reasons, mm-hmm. and you know, I could see their perspective of it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. That's like a good. That's a good point. Yeah. But then I'd get off that conversation, and I'd sit and think about it, and be like, no, that still didn't work for me. Yeah.
1: Know? I'm jealous of them. Yeah. I wish I could feel that way. I wonder. I want. I'm very curious about like. The longevity of this movie like yeah. where how are we going to feel about it in like 10 20 years yeah because when phantom menace came out i loved it mm-hmm. and then i hated it mm-hmm. and then i started liking it again i watched it recently and realized that i had it memorized and i was like this film kind of slaps like i yeah. i like it like it's it's fun yeah the pod racing scene is like the best sound design ever and the mall scene and the duel of the fades i loved it all yeah so who knows like maybe I'll come around to it eventually. Maybe I'll be like, you know what? I was like two in it and now I'm sitting back and I actually like it. I don't know though.
0: I know. I hope I hope future us like appreciates this movie more and like it like find that enjoyment out of it. Yeah. You know?
1: I wanna watch I wanna listen to this back in ten years. It's gonna go Ooh, in my time capsule. Yep, there and we I'm go. Like, what a dick she was. She's wrong. <laughs>
0: Like, how can we say such things about this movie? It's a masterpiece. Yeah.
1: Mm, mm, mm. I don't think I'll think that. But speaking maybe I'll appreciate of, it a little more.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of the feature, like, we are now in this, like, era of Star Wars that we don't really know what's coming. Besides, yeah. Besides, like, the Mandalorian. Like, all the Disney Plus stuff we have an idea of, but, like, movies, we have no inkling of where we're heading. Like. No. What would you like to see in Star Wars moving forward?
1: I think the best thing they did with Mandalorian was that they got out of anything we knew, really. Like, they got out of the... I mean, I know you can argue this is like a Boba Fett mirror universe a little sure. bit. I'm fine with that. I don't care. Um, but I, I like. I think that's the best thing they did because all these movies are in this like very small world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like, a mistake to keep going back to these same people. Mm-hmm. I want to I want to not be able to even think of what the next movie should be because I don't even know about it. Yeah. You know, and I think like that's what the Mandalorian did well. Obi-Wan, of course, we want to see that. Cassian like I mean, use all those Rogue One characters again. I'm fine yeah. with that. Um, but I think like everybody wants to see Old Republic, right? Like I
0: think so. We all do.
1: I want to see like so many freaking Jedi. Yeah. Not just, like, this one that exists, and they're kind of in hiding. I'm like, just give me all the Jedi. They're free. They're running around. They're fighting each other. There's big battles.
0: Yeah, like, I, the one thing I, I Attack of the Clones is my least favorite Star Wars movie, but a really cool scene is it is when all the Jedi are there on Geonosis. Yes. I'm like, I want to not only have more of those scenes, but know who those other Jedi are, mm-hmm. you know, and care for them and, like see them at ultimately like the height of their powers you know at the time dealing with like the sith or the creation of the sith like mm-hmm. were there just a bunch of fallen jedi who went off on their own and created their own new faction like i want i want to dive into that stuff yeah and what it means to like wield the force i guess
1: when D B weiss and david benioff were like announced to do that trilogy which they're no longer doing mm-hmm. was it a trilogy it was like a series of movies it was a series. um I, I was so excited about that, and like, I mean, I don't really know what happened behind the scenes. I would assume that the Game of Thrones finale backlash probably contributed to them. Sure. Like, I wonder if it was more like a, hey, we can let you go, or you can leave on your own accord.
0: Well, I think they struck up that deal with Netflix, too, and I think it was a bigger paycheck, probably, like... Disney wasn't feeling hot on what they were doing, probably yeah. planning, and How then the here comes hell? To Netflix. I don't know. I
1: I don't know, or maybe they I mean maybe they just wrapped up Game of Thrones, got all this hate, and we're like, you know what, like we don't
0: wanna do I don't need is. to
1: do like a big franchise anymore. I have a million dollars and I'm gonna go over to Netflix now and like chill. It's like retirement for them, probably. Probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean
1: I get it, but I just I look at this like some of those battles in Game of Thrones and just like a like they were so good they were and then really imagining good. them with lightsabers is just that's what i want that's what i want
0: and we have like game of thrones people in star wars and like we love them for it you know mm-hmm. and like clearly the pinewood
1: homies yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the ki- the caliber of talent there like it would have, who's to say like what it could have been yeah. And I hope we get that tell all like 20 years from now. Like, I know. What went down?
1: They signed their life away, huh? Probably. I wonder.
0: Especially with like, I'd love to know the behind the scenes of like early Lucasfilm with Disney acquisition as far as, you know, the drama with uh, Solo, Rogue One. Mm. Um,. All the director changes and the reasonings behind everything, and but I also want to be in a better place of Star Wars to receive that information. Yeah, like that was probably a good decision, or ooh maybe that wasn't a great decision, but I still have this content now. I don't
1: I, know. I will always maintain that like, Lorda Miller's solo is like I want to see it. Like yeah. I, I, that's that was like the biggest bummer to me mm-hmm. of all time, of all time. Um. But at, what was I going to say? Oh, at the Mandalorian carpet, I talked to Kathleen Kennedy mm-hmm. and I was like, what is like, what's going on? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what's the future of Star Wars right now? And she was like, you know, I think The Mandalorian is like a good indicator of what people are excited about. Mm-hmm. So I wonder, I mean, I just feel like they're kind of focusing their efforts on
0: the shows right now. But it's like, the- do you think that's a good decision?
1: I do. Because I think it'd be good to have a break but like financially it's like those movies make so much money. Yeah. Like how are you gonna just be like we're not doing movies right now like you have to. Yeah. You have to.
0: I mean that's where this whole thing started in the first place. It would be crazy for them to not do movies. But yeah I do agree that I think it's time for a break because we have had so much Star Wars that I want it to feel like an event again. Mm -hmm. And to actually like grow to miss it you know yeah like it's nice that we're gonna have these disney plus shows and they're available to us and we'll get hyped up again but for a movie and like everyone's involved and we're all like oh my gosh we're yeah gonna go see this and it's the biggest opening of all time kind of weekend like that's what i miss and i especially with not having that for the rise of skywalker feeling that way yeah i'm looking forward to that
1: well, I, yeah, I think that's part of the thing is, like, going into Rise of Skywalker, and I think it, it might be why a lot of people are cynical about it, but we're just, like, burnt out as a fandom yeah. with the whole thing, and it's like, I just, I, that's why I'm so jazzed about The Mandalorian. I'm like, there's yeah. no, di- like, there's not really a lot of discourse about the show. Yeah. It's so good. Everyone likes it. We're all on the same page. We're having a good time. It's like I'm ready for a whole new thing.
0: Yeah.
1: Where everyone could just come back together and have a good time. because it's it's a fictional movie it's a fictional world about people in space like it's it's supposed to be be silly and fun and no one's supposed to be yelling at each other online
0: yeah I don't know there are people with laser swords and there's magic and yeah it's great
1: it's like the silliest thing ever like watch like if you go back and watch the original trilogy it's like the stupidest dialogue ever
0: oh yeah and they all if those movies, it was a joke too. If, like if movies Dennis
1: came out now, we would be tearing them apart.
0: Would destroy them. Um, it would not be held in any regard. Like, I can't even imagine a world like 70s, 80s if there was Twitter and like the classics that we love of Star Wars or Back to the Future or E.T. for that matter, like to go back and watch those movies and you should be tearing it apart online. Mm-hmm. like they would not be classics. I'm yeah. fully convinced of that. yeah, yeah
1: We love to pick things apart.
0: We do I'm
1: part of it I'm part of the problem
0: We're Part of the problem, but moving towards a better solution yeah, Hopefully, yeah, yeah. maybe
1: I try to be like um, like positive like fandom wise. Mm-hmm. I just think it's fun. like you dunk on what you love, right like yeah. You make fun of things you love.
0: Yeah, you, you point out how, like, ridiculous it is, but yeah. all in the... You love it in the, at the end of the yeah.
1: day. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when someone's, like, making fun of your, like, sibling, and mm-hmm. you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, I can It's okay when I do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that does it for, like, our Star Wars stuff is... You know what? Uh since we have some time like is there anything that you're looking forward to in 2020 like to like fangirl over this year like what what are things you're looking forward to
1: what the heck is coming out I'm really into Florence Pugh right now and she's gonna be in Black Widow so I'm into that Birds of Prey is coming out which I'm a little nervous about but I'm gonna I think I'm gonna like it I think I'm gonna like it what the hell else is coming out this year
0: the Eternals? Is um, that Eternals. this year? The Eternals comes out in November. That's
1: really a like a blind spot for me. I don't know much about that.
0: I don't either. I just know there's a lot of big stars involved mm-hmm. and it looks like it's going to be out there, but I also don't expect half of those people to recur their roles either. So, like, I'm feeling very, in the way that James Gunn has talked about the Suicide Squad, his movie, like, don't get attached to these people. That's how I'm feeling about it. Yeah. I don't see Angelina Jolie doing another No. She
1: probably signed on for a one-picture deal. Yes. Like, I'm going to. Because it's, like, doesn't it span over, like, thousands of years or something like that? Yeah. I don't think.
0: Also, I'm really confused, like about jimma chan in this movie because she was in captain marvel and i'm like yeah this break... what yeah like how
1: how do you like they must have loved her so much to mm-hmm. be like we absolutely have to cast her and no one else yeah because we disrespected her so much in captain marvel
0: for real like hey thanks for putting up with this and getting killed off in this movie you're gonna be in this i mean and...
1: i guess she'll like Looked totally different. She was blue. Oh, I guess so,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> like, I guess they can get away with it, sort of, but I'll be like, that's Gemma Chan. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like,
1: I don't know. It's strange. Um, One
0: Roman 1984 is coming out this year. Oh, that
1: trailer really did me. And I cried during the trailer. She's like, Steve, how is Gal Gadot so good?
0: I I don't know. I honestly have no idea, but I'm so excited for this movie. And a friend of mine worked on the trailer, and I was mm. like, thank you. Yeah. It worked so well.
1: I'm really into the direction that DC is going right now. Like, yeah. they're just doing these, like, individual movies, mm-hmm. and they're all awesome, and they don't, like, feel the need to be, like, super—I think they were, like, chasing Marvel for too long. They
0: really were.
1: And they were just, like, trying to, they're trying to fil- do this model, which I think is—I mean, honestly, I think that's what Star Wars was doing also mm-hmm. and having an issue with, and now that they're kind of being like, oh, wait— we can do things like The Mandalorian and Cassian and all these mm-hmm. things that people love and do a totally different trilogy. Um, yeah. I, I, like, I feel like now that they have The Mandalorian, they have these, this thing that people are going to cling on to no matter what. So, mm-hmm. like, why not try to do something totally different in the movies?
0: Yeah. That would, that would be the smart thing to do. Yeah. That would be the exciting thing to do instead of, like, relying on the original trilogy, how these movies have been made in the past, Mm -hmm. and, like, the storytelling techniques, like, we could use... Lucasfilm is in desperate needs, as far as movies go, to do something unique, special, different, which is why I liked The Last Jedi so much, and, like, Ryan Johnson's, like, view of Star Wars, and, like, I want to see more of what he will bring to it if that trilogy...
1: They better never do happens. it. They better do it. Yeah. I like I get it. It's hard when it's like beloved characters you've known since you were a baby mm-hmm. getting like like doing totally different things than you would expect. I get it. If Ryan did that movie with characters we never knew, it would have been huge. Amazing. Everyone would have loved it. It was yeah. just like they were like Luke wouldn't do that and like mm-hmm. I get I get the criticisms. I personally love that movie a yeah. lot and I like watched it right before The Rise of Skywalker came I out. Did too. And I was like, because I, I don't watch that one as often. It's kind of like Empire for me where I'm like, yeah. this is a lot. It's not like a throw-on-in-the-background-and-do-your-dishes like kind of yeah. movie. Um, and I was like, as soon as you get to the throne room scene and on, I'm like, how does anybody dislike this?
0: Yeah, it is. It's truly remarkable. And, yeah, I think that was the biggest problem that I had rewatched that movie before I saw the rise of Skywalker to be like oh mm-hmm. we kind and of it's like... like the life came out of it yeah and here's hoping we get some life put back into
1: I'm it. I'm sorry Twitter <laughs>
0: sorry internet
1: I'm sorry I didn't love it
0: but I'm hoping like I'm hoping by the time celebration comes around this year that there is that kind of, like, excitement of Star Wars again of, Mm -hmm. okay, we're past the rise of Skywalker, we're in uncharted territory, and we get to find out new things that we have no idea. And there's
1: nothing like being there. Yeah. Like, everybody can all be mad at each other on Twitter, and then you get to this thing where you're like, oh my god, we all, like space movies like honestly like we're all like just big dorks in this like it's just so fun it's such a good time everybody talks to each other everybody's friendly i've made so many good friends there i love star wars celebration it's the best
0: it it really is i last year was so incredible and i cannot wait Mm -hmm. for this year it's gonna be so much fun i
1: know i can't wait to meet new friends
0: Ash, thank you so much for being on. Thanks for having me.
1: Thank you for this therapy session. No problem. I literally have not talked about this movie.
0: Well, I'm so glad. This is my
1: public record.
0: (laughs) I am so glad that you decided to go through therapy here on this podcast and get to process uh, Star Wars, you know, and looking forward to looking back or coming back to this episode a decade from now and being like, Wow. These opinions have changed. Yeah. yeah,
1: I do feel the need to. I do feel compelled to say. I feel like I criticize Mandalorian more than I like should. I love that show. Yeah. The show's perfect. So I just want to clarify. If you I said something I didn't like, it's like a I. If I had to pick something,
0: kind of. yeah, it's okay. You know, like perfect things can have some flaws, but then you still go back and be like, that was perfect.
1: That's how I feel about myself. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well as, <laughs> thanks again for coming on. Uh where can people find you? What stuff are you up to? Um
1: you can personally find me like a few desks away from you.
0: That is true. Um
1: and then just twitter.com at ashcross and that's where I post all my stuff. I pin my newest interviews and all that. So
0: yeah. Which you do such an incredible job at your interviews, seriously. Like the whole your Night with Mandalorian was fantastic. Your full interview with the Rise of Skywalker cast at Galaxy's Edge was incredible. Thank you. Yeah, so I'm so glad that you're in this position to do this and
1: you're really good at it. Oh, I appreciate you so much.
0: And guys, you can find me at... At Meredith Loftus on Twitter and Instagram. Maybe I'll create a Twitter account for this podcast. Who knows? It's 2020. New things, exciting things. I really should. Yeah, I'll get there.
1: Do it. I'm encouraging it.
0: Well, everybody, thanks for listening, and I hope you have a fantastic day. See you next time. Ah, Puns.